Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RV empath, me, HSP, highly sensitive people. Welcome. It is August 25th and I'm not really quite sure what I want to speak about today. It's a bunch of stuff. Uh, Let me just start by saying, how are you all doing? I guess that's asking. (laughs) Checking in. There is a lot of energy that is available to us, so make sure that we are being calm and balanced where and when necessary, which is just about um, all the time, right? But I do want to put a disclaimer out there. Being calm and balanced is, for the most part healthy. It gives us the ability to uh, act instead of react. And that's super important. It gives us the ability to, um, you know, remain healthy on the on the inside to give us any semblance of um, the ability to reason in a rational way. Right. But it does not mean not ever getting angry. Um, In order to be really healthy and balanced, that requires getting angry from time to time. But anger is a a funny thing. Anger is something um, where it's really important that you are sort of being able to control it in some way you know that comes from being calm and balanced it gives you the ability to kind of have a leash on your anger and and use it for what it's meant to you know anger is there for a reason uh some of the time (laughs) not all i mean (laughs) sometimes anger is there for for um a reason because you need to address something in your life a way that you are um, something needs to be corrected something needs to be addressed something needs to be healed but I do think it's important as well to say sometimes anger is there for no reason other than um, pain and trauma and drama from the past that has remained unhealed. Sometimes anger is there um, uh, not so much to deliver healthy information as to just be like a a status quo or like a maybe it delivers some kind of level of, of energy to the person and sometimes it's simply an an addictive like an addicted chemical within that the individual has learned to rely upon to help them navigate life it gives them energy it gives them um, a feeling of empowerment uh, a feeling of being in control ironically enough (laughs) hey I know full well I am uh, someone who traditionally, historically has had an anger management 
problem. And that's something that doesn't really go away. I think that's something um, that needs to be maintained through life, like a lot of stuff. But uh, I know what it's like to be and feel angry. I know the feeling that can come from it. I also know the feeling that can come from being aggressive and bullying others. Um, I know that feeling of like coming out on top through working those more negative, um, you know, denser energies, that ego sort of stuff. Um, I also know the feeling of coming out on top with the lighter vibes, the, um, you know, working it from within, healing, working on myself. Once you heal your inner muck and yuck, then it's just incredible the way life um, sorts itself out. It, it, really. <laughs> um, I've experienced uh, quote unquote how do I want to put this? I've experienced the feeling of quote unquote coming out on top from both sides of the spectrum, right? And doing it from a place of calm and balance within being connected with God universal energy being connected with um, uh, light and love Uh, that's the way to go peeps calm balance mindfulness meditation absolutely absolutely seriously uh, because the other way it is like a it's like a trick or like a a sham it's a false experience because it feels like you're coming out on top right it feels like you're on top of things but you're really not because you're not in control of your baser denser lower vibes so um, you only think you're in control because really I mean that's a whole subject in and of itself but there's that whole thing about how we're never really in control right we can only control our reactions and how we act sometimes (laughs) in the best of situations so um and uh that's okay that's part of what life is is about is doing the best we can to heal ourselves and then living our best lives and connecting with God and you know that's the best we can do really so and healing ourselves constantly I mean um, yeah so what's my point hmm um, it just yeah, I just want to encourage us all to keep on healing. Keep on healing as we're dealing with our muck and yuck. And, oh yeah, 
And then understand anger and understand that it's okay to get angry from time to time because it's necessary. It's not as though being an individual who's calm and balanced, it's not as though anger doesn't exist. It does. But the important thing is to um, critically think a little bit or have some perspective. And to not, uh, I guess, it allows us to not be so damaging with the anger. Like the anger just doesn't fly out in all directions like the Tasmanian devil. You know what I mean? Remember that cartoon? I looked it up today because it popped into my head, right? And it was so interesting. Let me see if I can um, go back to what I read. <laughs> okay, so this is Wikipedia. So the Tasmanian devil, uh, nicknamed Taz, is generally portrayed as a ferocious, albeit dim-witted, carnivore with a notoriously short temper and little patience. <laughs> um, his enormous appetite seems to know no bounds as he will eat anything in his path. He is best known for his speech, consisting mostly of grunts, growls, and rasps, <laughs> um, as well as his ability to spin and bite through nearly anything. Taz does have one weakness. He can be calmed by almost any music. Hmm, something to think about, peeps. You know, music is a beautiful thing. Music has been helping me get through. I've been revisiting a lot of my uh, music from my youth. And there's this whole thing now, I have talked about it before, where there are uh, younger generations who are discovering older music. And it's this whole thing where they do react videos, which is so much fun because it's like you're sharing your love of a particular song or genre of music with someone new who hasn't heard it before. And, you know, some of this music is just fantastic. It should be enduring. It should last because I've noticed you know, there are songs from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you know, etc., that um, it, it stands the test of time. I mean, this music is, could be made today. It just is, is uh, just amazing. And some of this stuff was made analog. I mean, it was before the internet and before auto-tune. And it blows the mind how good some of it is so being able to share that with like younger peeps is fun it's just fun so um and also remember the the uh there's this whole meditative thing that can come from music as well and that's what we're all about peeps adding to our toolbox trying to keep us because it's so easy to get angry that's another thing I want to point out you know people who just fly off and you know yell and get all dramatic and drama llama and um, 
they don't impress me. I don't respect that individual at all. I respect people who can handle themselves and approach something, even though it, it may be upsetting, approaching it from like a different angle where they're not, you know, being all Tasmanian. <laughs> um, spiritual badasses. That's who I respect. And those are people who can handle their shh, it. <laughs> know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. So, um, you know, what's really funny here, too, I read, is when it comes to the cartoon character, the Tasmanian Devil, there was some kind of long-running gag when he came in contact with Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny would, like, hear his approach and look him up in an encyclopedia. And, and you know, I grew up with a whole set of encyclopedias in my house. That was back, that was the internet of the day, peeps. <laughs> you could look up, like, any subject from A to Z, just about any subject, and read something about it. So Bugs Bunny apparently would look up the Tasmanian Devil in an encyclopedia and start reading off a list of animals that he eats and he would note that rabbits are not listed. <laughs> now Bugs Bunny, see, now that's what I'm talking about. Bugs was cool. Bugs could like look at a situation and figure out the best way to deal with it without getting all riled up. Right? That's, those are the qualities that I admire. So it's funny that information, uh, like education, <laughs> pointing stuff out in an encyclopedia, that's what would throw the Tasmanian devil off. <laughs> with his like you know grunts and stuff I mean it's uh it's very very interesting and we may look more into this in future future podcasts of course maybe I'll write a blog post about it look it up you can find my website through rvmpath.com but uh yeah yep the uh dichotomy between bugs and Taz something to think about in today's um overstimulating and overstimulated world. Remember, there's a lot out there to get riled up about. I experience it within myself. I can very easily start to get angry. I can. But, um, but I recognize what is happening, like within me, and what is happening sort of um, on the larger perspective, which is also important, having a bit of a higher perspective of everything. And, um, you know, then it, then you're able to connect dots and all sorts of stuff. But what am I trying to say? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Other than you know, Wayne Dyer, he's a, he is a wise uh, teacher and healer who passed away a few years back. 
but his stuff, you know, this sort of information is timeless and goes back through the ages. It, it, people tend to sort of repeat the same wisdoms through time, but he said uh, anyone can, can be offended, like on a dime. There are, there are all too many reasons to get riled up and to get offended and some of them our mind can invent certainly look it does matter how we look at life because life reflects back to us how we are on the inside right right with that i'm going to move to astrology and we'll continue this conversation more in days to come i hope that was helpful so astrology there's a lot going on today I'm not going to discuss it all there are smaller sezi quasi uh, you know whatever squares that stuff is just you know it's okay um, there is Mercury in Virgo trine Uranus retrograde in Taurus now remember, I said to focus on this because um, Mars was square Saturn retrograde yesterday. And because Mars is preparing to go retrograde itself for a few months, there is going to be that square energy for a while. I, I don't think I've talked about this yet. But Mars is basically square the stellium in Capricorn, which is Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter all retrograde for a while. And squares are frustrating, stressful aspects that require action on our parts. So, remember, Mars can be about personal goals and personal energy, personal passions. And Saturn certainly is all about work, long-term goals, our careers, our reputation, who we want to be in the world, overcoming obstacles. Uh, so, there's a, more than enough to deal with on a personal level and that is what I recommend focusing on to get us through this this time because this is a very stressful time of change and transformation so do what we can to um, calm and support ourselves as we heal and then that energy extends out into the world okay um, now, that's not to say, you know, also do things that you feel called to work on, you know, in the larger world, if you feel so called, you know, I'm not saying specifically, uh, only work on the inner. But we are all on different life paths. We are all called um, to work on different projects. So that's an individual thing. But certainly, I would not recommend working on anything outside yourself before you sort out the inside because that that is foundations you know Saturn is all about healthy foundations to things so right now things are kind of being um, dismantled and destroyed in order to have a healthier uh, firmer foundation to as we move forward into our best lives and living our best self right right so another thing going on today is Venus in Cancer is opposite Jupiter retrograde in Capricorn. 
Now, oppositions are also stressful. Uh, they're more of a push-pull energy. And so Venus is about our homes, our past, our memories, our inner worlds, and sense of security. So, you know, that's no small thing. So Venus can be about money, money issues, uh, beautiful things, our self-worth, and how we make money, our values, our morals. This is all important stuff, peeps. Um, Jupiter, though, is a good luck planet, the great benefic. It's also an expander. And I just talked about Capricorn uh, a little bit ago, all being about work and obstacles and foundations. So, you know, see, see what you can do to, to reconcile um, all of those different elements and energies. Venus and Jupiter are both lovely planets and energies. So it, you can't go too far wrong, peeps. I mean, it can't get too sideways <laughs> because you're dealing with Venus, you know, love, harmony, Jupiter, good luck, great benefic. So, you know, there you go. It's nothing, nothing too concerning, certainly. Um, but that is happening. So in a couple of days, we've got Venus trine Neptune retrograde. So think about, again, Neptune retrograde is in Pisces, where it, ru it rules. So it's particularly powerful. And that can be about finishing karmic cycles, our spirituality, our, you know, connection with divine energy, um, our subconscious. Now remember, this time, it keeps coming up again and again, sort of like the idea of working with the inner child and working with uh, our subconscious. And that means karmic energy which is, this is a relatively new subject to me, but I do believe that we can indeed actually be born with trauma uh, already like in our DNA. So it's stuff that we have to sort out and heal from, you know, before we were born, whether we developed it like in our mother's wombs, whether it was passed down through DNA, or whether there is such a thing as past lives. Um, you know, take your pick. It's there <laughs> to be healed. And there's the subconscious stuff where that's trauma and drama that we uh, experienced as a child, as an infant, as a toddler, that we don't even remember. That's there too. And that informs how we act as adults. Um, that informs how secure we feel in the world. Now, remember, Venus is in Cancer. That's very much Cancer. Cancer is our past, our memories, and our sense of security, our inner worlds. So that very much could have to do with subconscious stuff. I encourage you to look more into that and how you can heal it yourself and you know, look up uh, professionals if necessary. There are healers and teachers who can help. Right? Right. Okay. That's it for now with the astrology. Let me do a final look-see. Yeah. Okay. More stuff to talk about tomorrow, certainly. 
Let me move to the cards. I use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to ground the cards and energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all, and do conscious breathing as I do it. I encourage you to do conscious breathing with me, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, cards for, for listeners today. And remember, you can jump around uh, to different podcasts uh, and listen to the certainly the guidance card portion. I also believe that the astrology, even though it's a different day, day and time, you could still hear something that's helpful to you. So feel free to jump around different podcasts is what I'm trying to say. All right, cards. Um, please flip the cards entirely. Uh and what can listeners, what, what is good for us to keep in mind, or for listeners to keep in mind, uh, to help? Oh my gosh, okay, <laughs> that same thing happened, where uh, the second card flipped, so I've got a card underneath to look at as well. So the card that flipped is um, Thunderbolt, which is the tower. <laughs> so remember, we are all going through an elongated tower moment. All of 2020 has been tower. 2020 tower moments, year of the tower. So it's all about change, transformation, uh, what is no longer working in our lives, you know, being torn down or otherwise... Uh, you know, otherwise changing in order to m make room for the new. Um, so it this on this card in the Osho Zen, it's titled Thunderbolt, and it features like a figure, like a meditative figure in the in the background, right? And then you see so instead of the tower on the rider weight it's like this meditative figure that people are falling from and there's fires and thunder uh bolts are, are striking it just like just like the figure the um card rather the depiction in the rider weight so these thunderbolts are making me think of uranus uh uranus retrograde which is the great enlightener i think but certainly people can have epiphanies. That is the planet of change and transformation. So, and innovation. So look, if nothing else, we are all getting sort of more used to the idea of handling change, certainly. <laughs> um, so, you know, that is what this card is kind of speaking to me about about doing our best to focus on the positive aspects of what Uranus can bring to us okay and particularly Uranus retrograde now the card underneath is the fool zero in the major arcana both of these are major arcana cards the fool is having a fresh start a clean slate 
it's taking that leap of faith it's moving forward you know with um, leaving our baggage behind like moving forward unencumbered by past bitterness and trauma and drama I'm going to read more about this because these two cards back to back is fascinating to me like I say it's very interesting <laughs> so I'm going to read both hmm <laughs> wow okay the tower sudden change release downfall revelation so it's um, having routines shaken up yeah hello having plans disrupted experiencing upheaval uh, undergoing a crisis so having an emotional outburst interesting erupting in anger interesting crashing through ego defenses very important you know ego plays a big part in in everything that's happening currently breaking through pretense letting everything go being humbled toppling from the heights having a downturn in fortune suffering a blow to the ego suddenly realizing the truth exposing what was hidden having a burst of insight seeing through illusions getting the answer seeing everything in a flash this seems to be like just 2020 <laughs> <coughs> okay wow okay <laughs> for whatever reason I'm having trouble um, talking So let me move on to the fool <laughs> because that getting more into the tower energies is not something that is uh, conducive to my voice. <laughs> so let's focus more on the fool. Beginning, spontaneity, faith, apparent folly. Beginning, entering a new phase, striking out on a new path, expanding horizons. That's very Jupiter, by the way. Starting something new, beginning, beginning an adventure, heading into the unknown, living in the moment, doing the unexpected, letting go of expectations, uh, feeling carefree, trusting the flow, staying open, letting go of worry and fear, thank you, feeling protected and loved, living in joy, recapturing innocence, yes. That's Six of Cups energy, peeps. From last Friday, remember how important that was? Opposite of the Devil card. Um, it's about believing the fool is. Uh, accepting your choices. Pursuing a pipe dream. Being true to yourself. Taking a quote-unquote crazy chance. Trusting your heart's desire. Exactly. So, what's very interesting is that the fool energy and meaning is your opposite of what the traditional meaning of a fool is uh, living living a life of these energies is being the opposite of a fool I think it's someone who's very wise um, 
Now, the opposing cards, which are like opposite energies to this, are death and the, de and the devil. The tower isn't on here, which is interesting because I see, I see an opposing card as the tower because that's when everything gets broken down, right? And the fool is where you start fresh. Um, a reinforcing card is the star, which I adore. That is one of my, if not my favorite card. I think that comes, let me check. That comes after the tower. It does in the major arcana. So the fool supports that. What comes after the tower? Yay. I love it. Um, also, new starts, rebirth, expanding horizons, going into unexplored territory. Again, very Jupiter energy there. Um, all right, let's see what else is coming. But these two alone, this is like already a fantastic reading. Don't focus so much on the tower energy. Focus more on the fool energy, which is living in joy. Um, seeking out energy that, you know, letting go of worry and fear, staying open, trusting the flow. Hey, that's all about connecting with God, universal, universal energy peeps, whether you're more specifically religious or generally spiritual it's connecting to the good God being shorthand for good we all still know what that is right I mean I hope so um, <laughs> in many ways I mean there are some who would have that twisted but hey if anything look there's different examples of it in different religions, but you can go with the tried and true um, sayings of like Jesus in Christ Christianity. I just talked about how, heck, he, Jesus knew well enough how bad greed was. And there was this whole thing where he went and he like turned over tables of the, the money makers, which is like the, the greedy mofos who were like kind of in charge of the banks back then or people you know people doing their own thing when it came to money money is terribly corrupting and um you know love love your neighbor hey tried and true stuff peeps um being kind helping helping people who are less fortunate i mean those teachings are not going out of style they're needed now more than ever. Okay. What else? But yeah, connecting with light, love, and energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. Ooh, okay. Okay, again, it started at the... It flipped near the beginning of a fresh shuffle. So I have one card that I can't see, but two I can. And there are seven of uh, wands, which is titled stress. And immediately I thought that helps with the stress, what I was just talking about. Um, getting calm within, connecting with divine energy, uh, the power of love, that will help with the stress. And then the next card is the star titled silence. 
in Osho Zen. So again, what will help with the stress that we are all experiencing every day is silence. And this card is very meditative. It features a meditative face up in, in space with a full moon. And remember, we're still very much in eclipse season. I'll talk about this more as we go further into the week. But these full moons that are coming up, there's a full moon in Pisces that's coming up soon. You know, in a few days, six or seven days or so. And that's a big deal. So, and it features the stars and the night sky, which is always divine connection. Now, what's the card underneath? Oh, consciousness. And that's also a super meditative card. It features like this giant Buddha figure with a star in the third eye location, just going up through the clouds, the mists of the mind into outer space where things become clear. Both of these cards are very, very uh, meditative about going within and connecting with God. Absolutely. This reading is kind of like knocking my socks off. Wow. This is cool. All right. Any other cards for peeps as I wrap up for today? Let's see what where I'm at in terms of time. Yeah, it's about that time. Um... Okay, I think, you know, oh, and it's the ace of, uh, I forgot to mention, it's the ace of swords. And aces are truth, uh, blessings from the universe, new beginnings. Aces are fantastic. And ace of swords particularly is about truth and um, enlightenment. So bottom of the deck again is trust which has been coming up a lot which is the knight of cups and knights can bring messages knights encourage us to move forward and this is encouraging us to move forward when it comes to trusting that things will work out having faith you know we don't have the answers yet peeps because we haven't lived into it I don't know how it's going to work out but I trust it will um and continue focusing on being our best versions of ourselves and healing our muck and yuck because believe me there's plenty of it uh, on an individual basis we all have traumas and dramas to heal and the more we heal ourselves the more we heal the world first off or let that be said okay all right as always i so appreciate you and thank you for all that you are and do um look up rv empath on insta look up what else i've got free booklets all about self-love and how i brought in my twin flame true love it's great great stuff they're available for free now on the um on the front page of my website i have to move them over to the right i've i've got uh an area of my website that's all about art and writings and music i need to move them over there as well <laughs> um at any rate, they are there for you, as well as blog posts, and there's more good stuff happening. So thank you for staying tuned. Look up Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.